Welcome back to Bruja Circle. Bruja Circle. Ding, ding, dong. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to another episode. Um, we are happy that you are joining us on another episode. And if you are feeling the side effects of Mercury shadow period and eclipse season coming up, let us know. Basically losing your shit at the same time. Woo! You know, we do so in style. Yep. <laughs> I literally am losing it day by day. Uh, it's just a transit. It's going to get better. <laughs> this too shall pass. <laughs> we could just do quotes. Is that is that what you want? <laughs> Many moons ago. <laughs> just kidding. Hey, just like the moon, we have phases. We got to remember that. Is this the one where I go batshit crazy? No, no not yet. It's <laughs> like episode 67, I think. Oh, God. <laughs> yes. Um, so... Let's do a nice little check-in for everyone to see where we're at during this crazy transitional period. All right. I will start off because I think you need a minute. <laughs> <laughs> I'm feeling very hippie-ish today. <laughs> Almost like a Jimi <coughs> Hendrix kind of soul right now. <laughs> I saw that. Remember when we would hang out in your apartment and you had Jimmy behind you? Jimmy was fucking cool, man. And Janice. I think it's when we were communing <sighs> with our guides and we didn't even know it. I literally, in my old, in my, uh, at the old house, in my bedroom, I literally had an entire wall just for musical artists and just music. Mm-hmm. You know, it was dedicated, that entire wall. I miss that. I miss Jimmy. Aww. Yeah. That was a one of a kind. I had a totally. painting, y'all, of Jimi Hendrix that was beautiful that someone very special gave to me. And, uh, yeah. It, he got it, he got transmuted in the most beautiful way. Yeah, up in flames. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jimmy used to play the guitar while I was on fire. This is true. Fire. Mm-hmm. Foxy. He's an Aquarius, too, by the way, right? Yeah, I believe he is. So, yes. He no know. wonder. We have a... We're vibing today. Yeah. We're vibing. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Well, I think that's a great tip. We gave a tip without even knowing it. Look at us. <laughs> it's music can help during this time. If we know this is like a, a time to maybe struggle mentally or emotionally or even just physically, music is one of the accessible tools we true. have. Accessible true. medicine. Very true. Um, dance it out. Yes, like shake those shoulders, you know what I mean? Like, don't fight the groove. <laughs> As I'm dancing. <laughs> like the Emperor's New Groove. Hey, <laughs> shake it, baby, shake it. Beware of the groove. <laughs> um, so, within this transitionary period, um, do you feel like you are losing a little bit of your grounding? You know, okay, so you know what it is? I really feel like I am in um american ninja warrior wow <laughs> wow all right do explain please you I know what fill, i mean fill us in you know, know. It, it is like you jump on those it, it usually starts it's like padding that you have to like run a particular way above water <laughs> and it's, it's like you know going to side to side like oh i got this and it's just momentum <laughs> 
<laughs> while you're losing your footing, but you're trying to go to the left and then the right. Exactly. And then you go to like this wall that you have to like hold on to. And you, there's people that train and then there's people that think like, I could just do it. And so for me, I'm seeing it in that way because it's like, other people are probably laughing at me. I'm going to fall in the water. But then there I go, like, jumping out of the water and being like, I got this. And it's like, even though I'm wet, it's like, I'm, I got this. I can still climb it. Why did I picture you being a dolphin going, eee? <laughs> Don't ask me why. I'm asking that question to myself. Why am I picturing this right now? <laughs> Dolphins are amazing. They're extremely intelligent. They're, they're strong. You know, they are quick. They're, you know, I don't want to say necessarily agile, but, you know, yeah, they got and some they're, moves. they're extremely sensitive. Exactly. And, and they you know, that's sonar. I mean, that's, that's what, badass. I think that's what makes them genius. Because they are so sensitive, receptive to energy. Oh, maybe, maybe so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But, but maybe you're a dolphin in another lifetime. I know you're trying to put like this like cute Pixar label on this, but it's America Ninja Warrior. Okay. Okay, but are you the one who trains or are you the one who just feels like they can just get down and dirty with without even You already know the answer to that. Yes, it's true. But they don't. (laughs) Okay. I don't train. (laughs) So I'ma just balls to the wall with this one. Let's do this. I'm like, all right. Give me all the airy strength I have within me. To be competitive and do this. Um, but yes, finding humorous ways to let this energy go. Like if we're facing the eclipse and the mercury and, you know, other people and then the changes. Like we have so many, so many planetary action going on right now mm. that it's like, you know what? I'm just, I'm not the only one going through it. So no, I feel it's weird i feel like i'm extremely empowered but then i'm also slowly like like slow motion yeah i'm like slow motion but like i don't want to say losing my shit because i'm not losing my shit i'm pretty decently grounded but i feel like i'm emotionally kind of a little bit more in tune but when i say in tune i'm also sensitive right now so I feel like I'm just connected to everything. And I'm just like, oh, there's a puppy on the road, side of the road. Stop! And then go get the puppy. And I'm like, give me love. I give you love. We're sharing love, you know. And you're safe. It's okay. But then it's also like I'm the person driving across the road, you know. Going batshit crazy to get the puppy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. This is how it feels to be on the other end. <laughs> metaphors got it yeah so um i'm really glad you and this puppy found each other (laughs) and i have cats at home (laughs) um so yeah yeah okay yeah that's what this 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 whole energy is doing to me i mean i feel grounded i honestly i do feel empowered i do feel like because i am a little bit more on the sensitive side i feel like i can be a little bit more empathic, empathetic, and sympathetic during situations, and also able to step back and allow myself to breathe and know when to say, okay, this is enough for me right now. Maybe I need to go and kind of recenter and take a moment for myself, shake it out, listen to music, because that's my thing, is jamming out to different tunes, uh, maybe just read a book, take a bath, whatever it is that'll you know mm-hmm. soothe myself at that time. So I still listen to myself. I still ground 
I still do, you know, the necessary things in order for whatever my body is asking for as well as like my spirit. But it also feels like there's resistance as well. And, you know, emotional resistance somewhat there because there's so many different energy and well, maybe, planetary alignments. Like, woof. Yeah, but maybe it is that you may wish that you had more time with your emotions. And maybe because you are so busy and you are so productive that you're seeing your emotions as that. Okay, let's get this done. Let's face this. Let's do this. Oh, it's true. When, you know, just like a plant would do um, a fontos because it branches out. Oh, right, right. You don't really control how it branches out, right? It does that on its own. Yeah, yeah. So it's like healing's like that. Yes. You don't know how long it's going to go. You don't know the speed of it. But you just know you're becoming Wow, that was a beautiful way of putting it. <laughs> I feel like I'm a plantita. There I'm go. stretching. I'm expanding my vines. Mm-hmm. I'm leafing out. I'm trying to reach closest to the sun. I, I believe in you. <gasps> I love it. I love it so much. Hey, speaking of a plant. Yes. We can go into who our topic. <gasps> what is our topic? Family tree. Ooh, I'm loving family tree. Now, what does family tree represent to you? Well, I was believing that we are going to highlight the professions in our family tree. Oh, okay. Um, you and I, right? We go against the grain. Well, that we do. And, you know, we're going to share how we go against the grain. I did. So, your grandparents were, like, born in the 1930s, right? Yeah, the late 20s, or mid to late 20s um, on one side, and the other was uh, born in the early 30s. Okay. So, if we do, like, the math, like, in the 50s, that's when they were, like, working, probably having oh, yeah. kids already at before that point. Before then. Before then, yeah. They were working. Okay. So, it's, like, they, in the 1950s, <laughs> right? we had I Love Lucy on. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we had these programs um, on about, you know, the husband makes the paycheck, right? Right. And then the woman is what? Uh, the caregiver, or I want to say caregiver. Um, she's, yeah, that's a good, yeah, yeah, that's a good title. Yeah, a caregiver, but she's, you know, take care of home and family. You know, um, I will say for both sets of my grandparents, my dad's side, my mom's side, um, that they were extremely hard workers and... Most of them either finished high school or they didn't. And they had to immediately start working to help out with the family, you know, their immediate family with, you know, their parents and their other siblings. But also, um, you know, they, by the time in the 50s, they already had, like, majority of their kids, you know. My mom and my, you know, my dad were already born, you know, in the 50s at that point. My mom was born towards later. Mm -hmm. Um, I'm not trying to give her age away. I love you, mama. (laughs) Um, but you know, my dad was already, you know, he was born in that year. So, or that time uh, and decade, I'll say, but, um, you know, so they were, by then they were already having like two, three kids, if not more. And And where are your grandparents from? Paternal and maternal? Um, paternal from Texas and, uh, maternal from here in California. we did touch on that before, but, like, that's how it is for my grandparents. Oh, really? Yeah, from Texas. Um, so that's interesting. El Paso, Texas. 
Oh, how funny. Mine's Eagle Pass. Yeah. And that's not... It's closer to the border. See? Our families were just meant to entwine. <laughs> that's why we're so close. <laughs> but I will say, like, back then in the 50s, it was very... Um, everybody had a role. Everybody had a role. Like, the husband definitely went to go get that paycheck, but... Like, traditional views. Correct. Very, very traditional. You know, Sundays were for church. You know, if that's, you know, part of what the family did... You know, father came home, they ate the dinner, all sat at the table, you know, turned on the TV after dinner, everybody just shut up, <laughs> let, you know, pop watch whatever he wanted to watch. Usually, you know, just turn on the same TV show, same time, everything was like by, you know, the book and by the clock, you know, mm-hmm. 6.30 we watched this show. By 7 o'clock, everybody's in bed or something like that. You know what I mean? It's probably too early, but... That makes so much sense because how funny we mentioned it. Um, I love Lucy. Right. But it was proven that, like, the, New York was using bathroom breaks at the same time. Oh, right, right. So it was like, wow, like, people did plan their lives around, like, TV shows and work and stuff and... It was more of you don't work on the weekends, you know, this and that. And then now it's like, no, you do work on the weekends. I was thinking about that the other day when I was walking about how maybe kind of like Pleasantville, you know, like you're saying these roles, traditional views, you know, a little bit of, yeah, the wife just, you know, does the, the chores and doesn't spend money and gets an allowance. Right. And now it's like, what you mean allowance? Allowance say what? Yeah. It's like you like. The partners now have their own careers. Correct. You know, that kind of like brings it to us a little bit. I don't want to dive too much into it, but like not just yet anyways. But, you know, where if we were to compare our grandparents and the roles that they played versus what we're doing now. And if we were to say, for instance, go back into that time period, would we be able to... um I don't want to say survive, but would we be able to take on those roles, being the individuals and the women that we are today, with the mindset and the mentality that we have of, like, business, you know, earning our own money, paying our own bills, doing what we want, being extremely independent, and we go back in during that time period, would we be able to take on that role in the same way? Or maybe we're the masterminds that got us success in the long run. Ooh... Ooh, we broke that cycle. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes. I agree with that, though. You know, and I give my grandparents kudos because they were, you know, they they went through some tough times, you know, during those time periods when they were kids. And then having to work to help the family being, you know, like my grandmother on my mom's side, she was, gosh, she has so many siblings. And same with my, both my grandparents on my dad's side, mm-hmm. you know, and so... The natural thing was to do is like have a bunch of kids, do you know, give them all chores and yeah, and like ch- back then birth control wasn't really known. It wasn't ex well accepted. I'll say that it was known in the fifties, but it wasn't well accepted. Yeah, in the fifties, it was kind of like, oh no, how dare you? You know, yeah, because that he- was a woman's role was to bring a family. Correct, but even then, I think that they did a lot of dangerous things to try and have that done. Oh, right. Versus, like, now, where we have more scientific, more ways Oh, yeah, we've of, evolved. Yeah, and then it's, 
a lot of the times too that they may have made that choice because they didn't have another option right and where we have the option to be preventative now correct back then it it, it really wasn't you know it was looked down upon or not down upon but like yeah frowned upon frowned upon thank you it was definitely frowned upon because it goes against a lot of like if we're bringing church into this and religion it goes against that but also, you know... Society views. Correct. It definitely goes against yeah. that. But our grandparents mm-hmm. had our parents. Yes! So what professions do you do or did your parents have? Um, Both of my parents were in banking for a long period. Um, for years. And it's actually where they met. They used to work in the same building. And um, both my parents... Um, yeah, they they um, commuted for years. So they not only took on like a banking role, but they also took on driving long distances to get to work, mm-hmm. which I think is pretty gnarly to know that my parents did that. That was part of their job too, you know, getting to work. They had to plan their route, their route in order to get to work because it took them anywhere from like two, three hours to get there one way isn't that nuts uh, that is and that's why i feel like i'm bougie in my generation to be like <laughs> um why couldn't i get a job that's just closer i could walk to some of my jobs at one point <laughs> in my life i've walked literally to my job it's probably took me 15 minutes i'm like oh i'm getting him you know so many steps today <laughs> this is before fitbit was even out like yay you know whereas like i felt spoiled you know what I mean? Versus back then, my parents were doing what they needed to do in order to provide for the home and the family. Well, that's something, too, that I think we're highlighting on is that we're not in limited belief systems like that. Yeah. Like going against the grain. Mm-hmm. Like, our grandparents had, you know, traditions, their values. And our parents have traditions and values. But I, it's like that generation is the generation that was like, what? late 50s 60s yeah about that is that this generation is like they want to do more for their youth like more for the kids oh yeah i don't want you to struggle like i struggled you know um there's stories of you know not having electricity at one point or you know being so poor you you have to have government food you know what i mean right right not just that but the um, the roles kind of shifted a little bit as you know, time went on and advanced where both parents worked Mm. versus, you know, and, you know, both the parents came together to take care of home and family, but it it was still, and I want to say it was still kind of on the, uh, the wife or the, the woman of the house to, um, take care of family and home, but also still work. Oh, to, to, yeah. Okay. To have two yes. incomes to make things work. Yes. So not only does the wife have to be like homemaker, but she has to manage a career. Correct. So, you know, it's women were really coming into their own, really starting to embrace independence and having their own career. Um, and But also, you know, going to school more. Because that was a thing, too, in the 50s. You know, women would go to school. They would learn certain etiquette. But they were also, you know, the goal was to find a partner, find a husband, you know. Yeah, it's like, because that's how women moved up in society or had a more comfortable life by marriage. 
Right, 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 right. And so um, that makes sense. For us, I think, as well, it's like, I remember, like, growing up and my parents saying that they wanted more for us. Same, same. My parents worked their asses off well, to get provide for us and give us what they didn't have or as time evolved. Um, you know, because we grew up in a very different time period. We grew up in, like, the 90s and the 2000s. That's why I like advertising, but I also <laughs> don't like advertising. <laughs> right, because... I mean, we grew up through during the grunge, during like old school hip hop, during. Okay, you so know, you did. Well, no, 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 but I'm saying like our our generation. In, in I the mean, 90s. I grew, I grew up in the generation where there were Spice Girls, where oh, like yeah. I was more that than like hip hop and stuff. <laughs> oh, I'm all about that comment. I'm all about you know the tribe called Quest. Yeah, like all about that. But you know, but need an apple bomb. Our, our parents had the same work schedule, right? One parent did the graveyard, the next parent was yes. the day parent, so to say. Yes. So my parents always, you know, one of the a parent was always, you know, at work, so to speak, um, because there were more of an opportunity at certain times. So like my mom, she worked graveyard. My dad worked the day shift and they kind of balanced it out. So where there would be a parent at home at all times. See, my parents did that, too. That's why I was like, there's similarities with us. Yeah, a lot. A lot. My dad um, was a pharmacy technician. Oh, really? And so he worked at... His last job was the children at Children's Hospital. Oh, nice. And so he worked the graveyard shift. Oh. But at the same time, because he worked there, we couldn't play with fireworks. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, there were certain things that we just didn't do because there would be kids that came in due to accidents with fireworks oh, or like right. toys or something and right. he would be like you're not gonna do this you're not gonna do that you know <laughs> you're taking kids you know just all this stuff of like oh my god like you know scared you know right, what I mean scared right. or very concerned <laughs> hell mine was different I remember having firecrackers in my hand you could blow your hand off with one of those suckers <laughs> oh no no my we were reckless <laughs> yeah I know my parents are super protective no, my parents were too, for sure. But we also kind of, you know, during that time, it was like, we're like the last generation to really be playing outside. We didn't have all this technology. Girl, yeah, could had... you spend the night at your friend's house? Yeah. Okay, I couldn't. Well, it took a tooth and nail to do it. I, I was like 11 the first time. No, due to safety measures, I could never. No way. Yeah, you that's what I'm telling you. We'll have, we'll have total, like, a slumber party. We'll invite a few other girls. Who wants to come? <laughs> We're all pulling cards. <laughs> if, somebody pulls, if somebody pulls out a Ouija board, I'm done. I'm out. I'm going to call. Gonna, I'm going to call my parent. <laughs> We're totally going to play music. We're going to shake it out. We're going to, you know, just watch all kinds of Disney movies. I think that's called <laughs> a retreat now instead of a sleepover at our age. I think we should totally do a retreat. <laughs> wink, wink. Sleepover. <laughs> Nudge. <laughs> Push. <laughs> that was that was not rehearsed. You are the dragon warrior. <laughs> Nudo, the Nudo. Um. <laughs> but yes, um, with the parents. Why are you? The parents, honestly, I think they broke the. Um, they were broke. <laughs> yes. Yes. Double yes. But, you know, my parents, they worked their asses off. My dad went back to school when he was uh, 40 uh, in order to get his bachelor's. 
And in order to increase his opportunities uh, in his career, in order to go higher ranking and earn more of an income so he could provide for the family a bit more. So, you know, my dad, he really pushed for things like that. And I think because of that, my my dad, along with some of his siblings, if not all of them, they really pushed me. And also the time period, things shifted. They changed from their parents, from my my grandparents, you know, our grandparents. Yeah, because the, that's why the time we're highlighting like the 30s, right, right, the right. 40s, the 50s. And then like today I was thinking about it with Pleasantville because it's black and white and it goes into color. Right. Which is like, no, no, no. And it's like, but it's just color. But they're like freaking out because they're like, nope, this is a big change. This <laughs> is... And that's themes of eclipse season. Eclipse. Right. It's, it's reminding us we're not in charge. It's so true. So... You've seen WandaVision, right? Yeah. Okay. For anyone who hasn't seen WandaVision, this is totally spoiler alert. But when you mentioned um, Pleasantville, it reminded me of the show where they started with I Love Lucy. And by the end, they're in like Modern Family. And they go through the different shows where you actually see what it's like during different time periods. Mm -hmm. So essentially, you see our grandparents. You essentially, you see our parents. And by the end, it's us. There you go, y'all. Watch WandaVision. Yeah, it's a trip. That show really made me sad. Um, but, you know, they want to give us more. They also were teaching us more. They were, you know... In, By example. Correct. You know, go out there, earn an income, go to school, you know, go, you know, get an education and and advance yourself in the workforce, in the work setting, but also experiment, get out there and actually you know, become someone whom you want to become, you know, do your own thing. My parents were really very much about that of me, my brother and I becoming who we wanted to be, you know what I mean? My mom would ask me like, what do you want to be when you grow up? Like, what is something that you would like to do? And I used to sit down, I'm totally like giving out my nerd status right now, but I would sit down and this is back in the day when we used to have encyclopedias. And so my mom, she would, I love those. Ah, me too. God, I miss them. Especially the one with pictures. Yeah, well, my mom and dad bought, like, two sets, I want to say. And so we had them on the bookshelf in the living room. And I would sit there. I would pick a, a letter out of the alphabet. And I would just sit there and I would just read the book. And because I want, I just wanted to learn. I found out about Harvard. I found out about Yale, Stanford. Like, I was like, I'm going to go to one of these schools. You know, I was really into it. And then I'm like, I want to be an astronaut. I want to go out to outer space and learn all kinds of cool shit out there. And my mom's like, you can do it, you can do it, you know? And so it's like, that. that's where all that, you know, um, you could be anything you want to be came, you know? And that really, my both my parents were like, really let it be known in the household. You can do anything you want. Anything you put your mind to, you can do it. My mom used to say that all the time to me. You can put your mind to it, you'll do it. Awesome. Cool, mom. Thumbs up. I'm going to do it. So I I remember pushing... Uh, you know, uh, uh, later in my teens and then in my early, my young adulthood that, hey, I want to be um, a doctor. I want to go into the medical field. And, you know, just shaping it and tailoring it to where, you know, I finally am where I am today, which I couldn't be happier doing what I do. I love it. But it was the fact that my parents actually were like, here, you take the reins. You take on what you want to do in your life versus just playing this role, just sticking to this role. And 
meet societal you know standards and needs like break the fucking barrier and just get out there that's awesome go against the grain (laughs) i was like i'm a freak i'm a weirdo and i'm just gonna keep doing this because i don't know what else to do (laughs) my mine doesn't have so much encouragement but that is because of me because i have like hid away more of who i am and what i am about so it's more of that versus the other side of it meaning taking those chances to have people see me oh right 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 right. so now that it's like that i'm more public or i share more i'm allowing people to see me more yeah no i think that's wonderful so i think that's the difference but that's why i'm like okay i'm out there like you guys see me online and stuff like i totally got over it like that's who i am coming out as a medium out of the spiritual closet Mm -hmm. i have no intention of going back (laughs) i don't think there's any way that you would be able to (laughs) once the door is open darling that's it (laughs) right and it's like it's meaning translating it into the material world is what i mean that's a little difficult yeah versus like realizing it because there's so many different steps but it's the steps of wow like my grandparents were doing this or that and then my parents both could have had professions that they could truly enjoy maybe if they held on to that dream like you know how your parents are saying they said like be who you want to be be who you want to be oh right it's like I see that in my family line that we didn't get that confidence boost. Right. But in my profession, I'm glad to provide that confidence boost at the right time in the right place. Mm -hmm. Because it's interesting to have Yamada and be able to give a reading to a client from a loved one or even their guides and telling them like, hey, they're saying that you got this. And it's a different feeling because you hear it or you feel it and then you're translating it to your client and then the client is feeling and hearing it too. So it's like that experience where it's like, I am doing good. But when you translate it into bigger society views, it's like, you do what? All right. How can you do that? How do you do it? You know what I mean? And it's like those things. Skepticism. Yeah. And it's like, wow, there is, um, would you call it oppression? A little bit. I I mean, I just think it comes from people who don't quite understand or they may think it's just a fad because it's spirituality is becoming more, I mean, diversified, but also well-known that people are a little bit more open to it. But there are still some individuals who question it so much that they don't quite fully have faith in it. Mm -hmm. You know, that they just they don't fully believe that it's real or that, you know, that you can have this intuition or that you can speak to spirits. And some people don't even believe in spirits. I can see that. Yeah. <laughs> I can see that. Sometimes I see people that have that and they're just like, la da da. And here I am <laughs> like, you, you didn't see that cat jump in front of you? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I think that's something to remember that like, these are gifts that are tailored to you. And that makes who you are, you know, and makes your craft your craft. It makes you special in what you do. And that at the end of the day, that you should be secure in knowing that what you bring to the table, because these are your gifts. These are your, this is your craft. This is what you specialize in. And this is how you 
are able to communicate and teach others is and through go these. against the grain. Correct. <laughs> yeah. I will say my grandparents, going back to like my mom's mom, um, I want to say that she was able to like, it's it just in the blood to go against the grain, I guess. <laughs> because, you know, when she was a teenager, I want to say either, I think 16, she had to drop out of high school. Or no, yeah, maybe before that. I don't even think she reached high school. Maybe it was eighth grade. I don't remember. There was a certain point in her education. She had to uh, leave school in order to help um, work in the fields to provide for the family. They needed her. So she went out there and she never went back to school. So when she was about 70 or so, she said she put a goal for herself. And she actually went back to go get her high school diploma. Fuck yeah. And she had to been about 70, 71, <laughs> 72. It was so effing cool that it was on the news. It was on newspapers. I wow. remember I was so little and standing next to her. And I was like, it's my grandma. <laughs> my abuelita. You know, and holding the holding newspaper like, grandma. If anyone can find that. <laughs> my mom actually has copies. She has copies of it. All right. Um, we got we to gotta post them. You know, rep- my grandmother representing, you know, because she wanted to go back and accomplish. She felt like she didn't accomplish anything because she didn't have her education because she was a stay-at-home mom. You know what I mean? My grandfather went home and he, you know, they each had their individual roles. They they did very well. You know, they raised five kids together and, you know, they're all great individuals in, on this planet. And my grandmother was like, I'm going to do this. And when she did it, man, Sweet. it was awesome. It was so cool. Rest in peace, grandma. grandma. Yeah. So seeing that, you know, two generations ahead of me, that was like inspiring as shit. And she's a female. She's doing the damn thing as a female. And then to have my own father. My father got sick and he had um, uh, gotten very ill that he was wheelchair bound the way, at the age of 20, right? Mm-hmm. Within that time period. So I was a really, really young age to be placed in a wheelchair or to be, you know, uh, disabled and handicapped, you know. And he had, he had plans of, you know, becoming an architect or possibly even a doctor and he was still deciding but he was leaning towards i believe architect and uh that kind of got shot out the water the minute he got sick so then when my dad you know ended up getting married and having kids he wanted to do better and so he went for higher education he went back you know to school and he did that in his 40s and he ended up getting a bachelor's and he get this he was like seven units that's not a lot seven units from a master's Wow. And he wasn't able to accomplish that at the end. But I really wish he went back. But to see my grandmother on my mom's side and then my dad on, you know, like, literally to see him do this. Both of them. I witnessed them do this. is truly inspiring to go against the grain and what people believe. You know what I mean? Like, you don't have to live by societal standards. So me and my profession, I feel like, I'm going against the grain. Not necessarily going against the grain, but like what I do in my profession of acupuncture or traditional Chinese medicine, even though it's an ancient form of therapy, ancient form of medicine, mm-hmm. it here in the States, it is not seen as a traditional form of medicine. It's not seen as something um, more natural, although it is, because it's working with the body, right? But everybody pictures, when they picture medicine, they picture Western. And it's only a few hundred years old. Whereas this, what I do as a profession is thousands of years old. You know what I mean? I'm doing back in the days of like AD. 
right? Mm-hmm. And in BC, possibly even. And it's like, that's crazy that it's still here today. That's got to say something. Uh, astrology. Uh, yes. One hundred percent. Yes. We are both go- doing ancient forms of healing. So who wants to join? Who wants to join our gang? All right, a little cult. It is no. It's a gang. It's a gang. Okay. Well, gang initiations. Cult. Come on. All right. Well, she's getting all cholo over here. She's putting the bandana on right now. But I see her tying bunny ears at the end of her shoes. Um, so, um, but saying that it's the going against the grain gang. Yeah, but we're doing it in very old methods Mm -hmm. using old methods so that just goes to show you know that they have held up in the test of time they're still here branching out but yet people are so skeptical they could be skeptical yes there's a lot like i have surrounded myself around people that support my ideas oh yeah you want to and i think that's why the other majority i'm like what do you mean there's conflict what do you mean there's another side Mm -hmm. and it's like yes there is because for me i'm I'm in the, you know, let's just say, like, the hippie days. That's what I'm going to say. I mean, I don't know how else to say it, but it's, like, I'm not all love and light, but I'm also, like, I'm going to run in the woods and, like... (laughs) Naked. (laughs) (laughs) She's going to be the one dancing by the fire pit, (laughs) singing songs to the sky. In a nice flowy dress. (laughs) But it's... What I'm trying to say is that it's... Oh, I don't know. I'm getting so tongue-tied. I think this episode really highlighted a lot of gratitude right. that we're expressing to our loved ones. And at the same time, like, showing up and realizing, like, you got yourself through school. You oh, know, yeah. You got yourself through your childhood. Yeah. And you're offering your business of ancient medicine that you know that you're going to continue to do so this isn't something that's like oh this is what i'm doing this day or you know i don't know about the company the company might let me go like you don't have those worries because you are the company correct and um it's like that for us i think versus how it was for our parents and even our grandparents well we took on that role of being entrepreneurs and you know business women you know that we decided that this was the better fit for us because we knew how we wanted to deliver the teachings, the education, the healing. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we had a vision and we went with it versus, you know, having to take on a specific role. We created one of ourselves, yeah. you know? And so, yeah, we have taken on the role of being businesswomen and entrepreneurs or whatever, but, um, you know, we, there's still this, there's stereotypes, you know, we're Latinas, you know, like women own businesses. What? They're successful. What? And I'm like, what rock have you been living under? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. And that's where we differ from both our grandparents and our parents. And we're able to live the life that we want and be able to create it mm-hmm. versus just going with the, you know, with the grain and having to go and be stuck in these so-called stereotypical or societal roles. Instead, we're breaking the barrier. We are breaking patterns and cycles, mm-hmm. and, you know, that's been for generations. And we're allowing ourselves to express more, feel more, and do more and, and not be afraid to do it. Don't get me wrong. I mean, it's still nerve-wracking and, and kind of like overwhelming at times, but I wouldn't... I wouldn't want to do anything else. I love what I do. 
you know I'm very passionate and I get to help people on you know day to day and and I mean there's just something that's just so like fulfilling and honoring to do that I feel that you know so you know I think you and I bring a lot to the table when it comes to educating our clients and people in general but also you know showing up with a whole team behind us ancestors and this whole lineage behind us hashtag facts <laughs> that you know have worked their asses off to get to where we are today for so. sure wow that was a heavy episode <laughs> it was totally heavy yeah so at that point um yeah i bid you adieu bye bye (laughs) (laughs) um thank you all for taking this time um listening to this episode it was kind of a heartfelt one for us and us expressing us releasing yes (laughs) and um showing up with gratitude yeah like releasing it with gratitude because you know we have an intention of what we want to call and what we want what we want what we want right but maybe when we release the intention is releasing it with love releasing it with gratitude because we wouldn't be where we are today if we didn't have these generations behind us. And what they went through. Correct. And then here we are, you know, going through a pandemic. Here we are in our businesses, yeah. you know, um, just a, facing unknown because mm-hmm. a lot of things are changing. You know, we're Correct. both Americans, so, you know, it's changing government-wise as well. Oh, yeah. But we're here. Right. You know what I mean? We're here. So <laughs> if they got through it. We're going to get through it. Yeah. So I just want to say thank you, everyone. And thank you to our parents, grandparents, and everybody above our ancestors. Yes. I wish you all a wonderful week. I wish you lots of healing this week. If you would like to reach out to me and Jess, please do so. Um, We tend to send very funny memes. (laughs) (laughs) They're all healing. We promise. (laughs) Catch you guys next week. All right. Have a good one, y'all. Bye. Bye.